Speaking about Jamaica, the uh, Royals are in Jamaica. We're going to get to a story about them saying that uh, slavery should have never happened. Mm-hmm. Jamaica also removes the Queen Elizabeth as the head of the state. Wow. Uh, a lot of the Caribbean uh, and former colonies are doing that. Mm-hmm. you know. And uh, hopefully when I take the royal reigns of the Pan-African Kingdom uh, located in Belize, uh, I will become the new head of state for all the Caribbean as I try to reunite. All of the Caribbean nations under one flag. Sounds good. I think you'd be great. Yeah, well, you know, King Don. <laughs> King Don. Orlan. King Don. Orlan. King Don. Want some ginger beer? Ah, oh, are you tired? I'm tired. I'm beat. It's March and I'm tired. I am beat. I I'm, just feel like I've been hit by a bus today. Yeah, I'm ready to call my funeral and just hang it on up. Yeah, I'm it, tired. It is, just, it is just way too much. Between that and the news and everything else that's going on, you know, it's just, it's too Stressful, much. Stressful, right? And you know, uh, you know, I get up really early yeah. and uh, for my morning job and I was out in the streets early this morning and I just saw a lot more homeless people sleeping on the streets you know and it just is soul crushing but then i hear the news about do you know i heard today what's that this is really interesting and this is all around the country and i literally couldn't believe it i heard the median price for a brand new home and that's a key word a brand new home all around the country okay is five hundred thousand dollars so we're talking about in the southern states we're talking about midwest California, that's pretty low, yeah. right? So I just was like, no wonder why people are struggling. So they, they were talking about that and the economy and all that other stuff, you know? So. Oh, is this, this was this on my, oh, was, oh, they're not happy with me? No. I know, oh. I, was about, I was about to go oh, over I there. We, and I thought I we could park s- over there. Uh, I thought so too, but the lady oh, was I, like mean mugging me and I just ran. Oh, I'm sorry. Listen, I thought, I, thought, I thought we had a. Uh, well, that was on your car. Yeah, yeah, I thought we had an agreement where we could park over there. I didn't. Oh, we don't. Oh, I. I she was like, wait, that's the, no, me. that's where I was at. The I vet. saw her. That's why I went somewhere else. Wait, wait, the random. vet next door, right? Yeah, I just saw yeah, her. Yeah, that's where I parked. Yeah. Right next to El Pollo Logo? Yeah, but, but, but at certain time. Not now. Oh, certain times. Yeah, not now. Oh, oh. She's certain not time. Yeah, I, yeah, when, when I went over there, uh,. I saw her and I was like, "Never mind." And I well, how do I reconcile? How do I become a client or a staff member of the vet That's so I can I have, a, <laughs> I have a dog. Maybe I should just sign my. Dog I, yeah, I tell her I, I'm gonna have to go over there and apologize. I thought I, I must have misunderstood the arrangement that we have there. So I'm sorry, you guys are just in this conversation. They're doing massive amount. We're in Lomar Park, and so they're doing massive amounts of construction over here because they're building a park kind of in the middle of the street, and so it's. Number one, it's an anti-gridlock zone in certain parts of Crenshaw. Um, there's uh, zombies running around the streets uh, further down the park where you're like, I don't know if I want to park all the way down there. Yeah. And um, and so it's kind of hard. to. And then there's a school. There's a veterinarian. Uh, people going to El Pollo Loco. And so it's kind of hard for us to park. And I, I thought we could park in the vet's parking lot. But maybe I, maybe well, I, met, I, I read just, it wrong. I just waited for her to leave. And you pulled I just, in? Just, I just waited there, and then when she left, I pulled in. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. 
Yeah, well, I saw her because she was standing outside, and I was like, I don't have time for this, and so I just bounced it by the school. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to go over there and apologize. I I, I miss I misread it. I don't I don't want to I, I don't want to because you know I don't want to be um I don't want to be inconvenient or inconvenience anybody. We're all trying to get along and trying to figure out figure out this construction thing. But also, it doesn't look like there's anyone there right now. No, there's nobody, especially at this time. I mean, you think we can make a deal with El Pollo Loco and park in their parking lot? I know. I was hoping. I, I, I wanted that. to talk to the manager myself and say, if I give you some money. Or if I just buy a taco up. every day. <laughs> like, if I buy a taco, how long can I, can I presumably <laughs> spend three hours eating that taco adjacent to the parking lot? I feel like we just need to make El Pollo Loco the official taco place of KBLA. Oh, okay. And, then, and we'll have no problems. Yeah. All right, maybe yeah, maybe we need to talk with them and, and see that because um, I I don't I don't know I don't I don't know I, or the, or I was thinking maybe I just get a scooter and just ride it on in and then ride the scooter yeah, well, home. You're lucky, Kiara and I cannot do that. You could no no no, no we can't not from not from where we come from. <laughs> take all day to get in. <laughs> take all day. Uh, I'm sorry. What, 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 what was oh, that? so anyway, I was just li- listening to the the news today, and uh, I mean, even my daughter said I'm really starting to get depressed because she doesn't really focus as much, but today she focused because you know there was a lot going on with Biden and NATO, and I was I couldn't sleep last night. There was so much going on. Um, after I left here, you know, I had a lot of anxiety, and so I, I had some issues at home with the Wi-Fi. I have no Wi-Fi. Oh, no. No Wi-Fi at all. So that means, you know, with my morning job, That's I need Wi-Fi. go jump off a block right there. And so what did you do? I had to go to my mom's house to do my job, but that meant getting up really early and then driving there. And then, you know, Sarah does stuff at home and stuff. So um, we had to get up early, and we saw a bunch of homeless people, like, sleeping on the streets and stuff. But can I tell you about the best homeless person I saw today? I how is it, so How much. is that even a thing? The, the best, best homeless person? I, I love him. I'm, I hope I find him again because I have a bunch of stuff for him. There was this guy. I <clears> thought he was black because everything from head to toe looked African-American to me. You racist. And uh, he did. I mean, from the hair down everything. But he was a small man. And he was there with the dog. And I'm a sucker for, you know, homeless with animals. He's sitting there. He didn't ask me for money. He smiled. And then he closed his eyes. This was at the gas station. And I, I get, got some money. And, uh, and it wasn't a dollar. It was a lot more than a dollar, Don. And I said, if I give this bill to you, you promise to get dog food. And he didn't understand me. I said, do you speak English? And he said, Vietnam, Vietnam. I said, where are you from? Are you Vietnamese? He said, Vietnamese. And he shook his head. And I was like, he's Vietnamese. But I thought he was black. You think he, he, might, well, you think, you think he might have been like the son of a soldier that went over there? Yeah, definitely. Was- because he, he, he was very dark. But his eyes... Did, did indicate there was some, you know, Asian, you know, descendants. This is why you know race is a social construct. You right. can't even tell by looking. I couldn't even tell. I mean, from the hair, even I thought for sure. And so, um, anyway, I gave I give him money, and I I said dog food, dog food. He had a whole bag of dog food for his little dog. He opened his backpack and showed me, and I said chips beer and he said coke coke that's all he wanted Aww. was a coke oh no and so he, I no, gave he him, misread him he wanted some coke no no because i went i went in i went in the store and i said to the guy the, the manager at this particular place i get my gas i said the man out there you know wants you know soda he goes no beer i said has he asked you for beer he said no but he said but no beer so i bought him a coke and then i gave him more money Aww. 
and put, I have a bicycle for him that, cause he's kind of a small guy. And so I have a bicycle that would be perfect for him that I just need to blow up the tires. I'm going to give it to him. How are you going to find him though? I'm going to try to find him. I'm going to ask around and see if, cause in my neighborhood, you, you know, the, all the homeless people, there's a homeless man that they call the American Taliban. And he's like, that's what they call him. And he runs around yelling and screaming, but everybody gives him money because he's, he's harmless. You know, he'll talk to your car and smack your car, but he really is harmless. So I'm going to find out if yeah, I can find yeah, this man. Harmless until you're in the morgue. But he was so cute. Like, I fell in love with this homeless man. <laughs> if, if I knew he was safe, I'd invite him to live with us for a while. I could see you doing that. I told What's you, wrong with you? My mom invited someone, a homeless man, over and gave him a bath when I was, like, a really little kid. My dad was like, you can't do stuff like that. Did, did, but what happened? Anything negative happened no, or it was all good? He just had a bath and some dinner and then left. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I had a good vibe with this guy. Then I'm like, what if it was an angel and I did the right thing and I'll get all kinds of glory when <laughs> you, I get to heaven? You never know. You never know. I have to tell you what happened to me last night. Oh, yeah. I want to hear. Oh, you went out to dinner, right? I went to dinner at Catch with my friend. Oh, nice. well, wait, 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 wait. Why nice, would you nice. go back into a place okay. that tormented you? <laughs> because you know, well, it's my friend's, it's one of her favorite restaurants. Okay. I mean, so it's, I that's like, a good menu. I, okay. I give it that. Like, you know, we're having some girl time and she wanted to go and I was like yeah let's go it's Wednesday night we can go to catch it's gonna be fun it's not gonna be too crowded had a bad experience last time my friend got kicked out because they couldn't find her name on the list even though she was trying to show them the reservation they were like take these girls out we got carried out so this time I was like it's gonna be better so we walked into the front door Marlon Wayans was there with oh. some girl wow yeah and there was like paparazzi and stuff and so oh, the you line's kind of long. I'm sure we're in the did background. Did you photo bomb it at all? Oh, we're, we're definitely in the background of all the pictures. We were kind of looking. We probably look like we're hating. But I was just trying to figure out, like, who is that? It was, and I was like, oh, we're going to get caught looking like haters in the background of these pictures. But whatever. So the paparazzi is there. They let him in. We went to the front. They were like, do you guys have a reservation? And we were like, no, but there's only two of us. But this bouncer was nice and he was like that's fine i'll get you guys seated oh that's, how, that's like, how you know the newness of catch is wearing off when you can't get in when you can get in <laughs> right no reservation no reservation so he we also were dressed really cute so he like let us in like let us upstairs we were like this is going great i was like it's gonna be way better than last time so then they told us to go stand by the bar and they're like we'll get you a table right away we'll get you taken care of don't worry and we were like great so we're standing by the bar and this white lady to my left, she looks like she was maybe in her mid-40s. She did kind of like that half smile at me. And I was like, hmm, I wasn't really in the mood to talk. So yeah. I did a little smile. And then she looked at me again and was like, I love your hair. And she takes her hand and starts to, <laughs> to caress, <laughs> like caressing the hair on top of my head. Like she was running her hands through sand at the beach. Just like, oh, I love it so much. And I just froze. Big no-no for black women. Like, why would you touch me? Like, you don't know me. And I was telling my dad, it's so crazy because when I'm walking my dog outside, most white people, before they pet my dog, will be like, is it okay if I pet your dog? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, sure. So you ask for permission to pet an animal, mm -hmm. but you don't ask for permission to touch me? Like, yeah. who are you? Yeah. Privileged I have a problem lady. with that, too. A huge problem with that. And my friend just walked away. She was like, I literally have been watching this confirmation. I, I can't take it. I can't take it. Did she you say something away. to her? I just thing? froze. I didn't say anything. I was just like, did that just happen? Yeah. And she I was just it. like rubbing her hand through my hair. And I was like, we were on the radio fighting for three hours. I was like, <laughs> I'm not about to fight with this white lady but she's and get kicked out of catch again. She's oh. lucky it was you. Because if it was somebody else, somebody else would have just 
you know, she, because you are nice though. You're sweet, Kiara. You really are. You have boundaries, but you are a sweetheart. She's lucky she didn't get somebody else who would have just, you know, maybe touched her back. Oh, you my know? friend was like, I probably would have just like slapped her yeah. or like punched her in the face or like yeah. said something. But again, I've already been kicked out of catch. I was like, <laughs> we came here for dinner. We're going to eat dinner. You got to pick and choose your battles. I'm not about to fight this white lady. Yeah. And then the manager that night was white. So I imagine telling him and him being like, well, that was a compliment. She right. liked your hair. She was just touching you talk, it. We did you tell him or no, not? No, no, no. I was like it. thinking about it. And I was like, I don't want to have to get into it with the manager. So I was like, here we go again. Wow. Wow. That's, um, that is so disrespectful. Yeah, I, I've never... I've run my hand through women's hair, but I've always been women. I, I'm very careful about it. I was with a girl who didn't wear, wear weave, and mm-hmm. so she liked it when I ran my hair through her head. But yeah, I, if I know you, like, it's right. kind of intimate. Like, it, you're not supposed to just grab people's body parts. You're not supposed to grab their hair. You're not supposed to assume they want to be touched, especially if you're strangers. Yeah. I don't know anything about you, and you don't know anything about me. You know, um, this was last year that happened to Sarah, where she used to always wear her big bun, you know, and somebody touched her hair, and she said, could you not? And the lady looked mortified. Like, she didn't even apologize. She looked like, how dare you tell me not to touch your hair? But, you know, and she just walked away. But that is just disrespectful and rude. You don't touch somebody you don't know. Uh, real quick, Denise has a similar story. Uh, let's go to Denise and Compton. Hey, Denise, can I run my Hello? hair? Can Hello. I run my hands through your hair? No, you can't. Oh. Never. Oh, man. Don't touch my hair. Oh, man. And I'm going to make sure I watch my, my mouth. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, the place where I was working, a lady, co- a female coworker, decided to touch my hair and i popped off on her 100 mm-hmm. percent and kiara denise what are you doing right now than me. <laughs> huh? what are you doing i'm having a hard time talking no it sounds like you're either having sex or working out i don't know <laughs> uh, i'm chris's friend who had the stroke oh okay so okay okay okay, okay. I, I got you, i got you i got you i got you don't worry about it I got janice you. but i to chime in on this because I was going to try to call yesterday. Yeah. But this week has been pretty bad for, for me talking. Yes, I get it. So, well, thank you for sharing that. You're better than me. Oh no, Janice will pop off in a second. She won't. She won't. She'll let you have it. She will not tolerate. I would go with her places, and I hope I'm not embarrassing you, Janice. But she has enormous breasts. Okay, they're huge. And people, we'd go to this one bar in Hollywood. It's not breasts. It's breasts. It's breasts. And these these women particularly white porn stars would want to touch her breasts. And I mean, if you asked, she'd say, okay, but when you don't ask, she had a problem with it. But I mean, it'd be weird how they'd want to just touch her. It's just rude. It's just the audacity. Yeah. Like, I'm not it's property. I'm not. I don't belong to you. I'm not a toy on a shelf. I'm not an animal at the zoo. You don't just get to pick me up, touch me, do whatever because you feel like it. That's ridiculous. I would never go up to a stranger and start just touching them. Yeah. Well, did mm-hmm. Marlon Wayans come to your rescue at all? No, he was in the corner with his oh, dare friends. Him He's not. talking about paying somebody off. I was trying to hear the conversation. Oh, paying someone off. Yeah. I was like, ooh, what are you talking about over there? All right, Denise, um, get back to your well, lovemaking session or working out, whatever you're doing. I'm not sure. No, I'm about to go rest because I'm having a hard, I've been having a hard time 
breathing and talking this entire week. You know, I've been. I, I think a lot of people. I don't know if it's the weather. Like my back started hurting. I think the weather changed all of a sudden. I've been having a hard time breathing. I don't know if it's just like the rain has kicked up a lot of stuff into the air, and that's what it is. Um, I don't know. Well, make sure you're okay. Okay. No, I'm just fat. <laughs> no, no, come on, Janice. No, stop. Leave her. No, no, honey. I love you guys. I really oh, do. Thanks right. for calling. All right, I love you guys. All right, Janice. Thank, thank you. Bye. I'm just fat. All right, a lot of stuff to get to today. Uh, confirmation hearings are just about over. And uh, Senator Mitch McConnell is uh, saying he's not going to take a vote. So we'll hear what he had to say about that. Uh, the Royals are in Jamaica and um, basically uh, express his sorrow for slavery. We'll get to that. Um, there is a man in California that is going up to women and grub- grabbing their butt cheeks. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Yes. You see the video I sent you guys? Yes. So uh, I'm going to see if I can find some more info on that. But a lot of stuff to get to. We'll take your phone calls. 800-920-1580. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Courage is Courage contagious. We're KBLA Talk 1580. Coupons fail. Less BS per broadcast. Fewer microaggressions per megawatt. KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome back. to Adam H.G. versus everybody with Christian Chiara, 809-20-1580. Um, Senator Mitch McConnell speaking on the Senate floor, which is interesting. Oh, let me. Where's my thingamabobby? My thingamabobby? Um. No. Oh wait, no, that's not it. This might be oh, it's this one. That one. Thank you. Um, this has been a very interesting process watching. Um, watching uh, Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson, uh, who's uh, going to be nominated before the Supreme Court. Uh, uh, well, you, you got a nickname for Mitch McConnell? Uh, I got it. He's one that yeah, I need to. Bitch McConnell. Turtleneck. No, no, you know? it's Bitch McConnell. Huh? Bitch McConnell. Oh, oh how, about, how about I got a good one? There's a Twitter account that that that, that's that like starts a, with a B, yeah, right? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good one. No, what, what's the, what were you instead say of Mitch McConnell, B word McConnell yeah. would be yeah. a good one, but he has a turtleneck, don't you think? Have you seen his makeup? Yeah. He does look like a turtle. Yeah, he's got. He tur- looks. He's he like, reminds me of the turtle on the uh, Tootsie Roll commercial, right? Was it the Tootsie Roll? Well, commercial? he reminds me of a a, a ninja mute. What is it? Teenage, Teenage mutant ninja. ninja, ninja yeah, he's nasty. I can't stand him. Brown. Let's see here. For Judge. Katanji Brown Jackson. I enjoyed meeting the nominee. I went into the Senate process with an open mind. No, you didn't. But after studying the nominee's record and watching her performance this week, I cannot and will not support Judge Jackson for a lifetime appointment to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. First, Judge Jackson refuses to reject the French position that Democrats should try to pack the Supreme Court. Justice Ginsburg? Well, I don't think she commented on that. Yeah. I mean, I know they asked yeah. her about it, but she said, I know that on the left and right what the what the whole thing is about. But, I mean, and she's not supposed to take any position on anything. She's supposed to view the facts of the case and, and apply the law as she interprets it 100%. according to the Constitution. And Justice Breyer had no problem denouncing this unpopular view and defending their institution. I assume this would be an easy softball for Judge Jackson, but it wasn't. Softball. The nominees suggested they are two legitimate... You know, can we hurry up and have his repass? 
Yeah. Sides yeah. to the issue. She testified she has a view on the matter, but would not share it. She inaccurately compared her non-answer to a different, narrower question that a prior nominee was asked. But Judge Jackson seem seemingly actually tipped her hand. She said she would be, quote, thrilled to be one of however many, however many. The opposite of Ginsburg and Breyer sentiment. The most radical pro-court packing fringe groups badly wanted this nominee for this vacancy. Yeah, but it's not like she's going to pack the court. I know, Kiara, you, you are four more justices on the court. I mean, I think, what's, what's, a, what's, a, what's an adequate number? I mean, if we were to look at how the country's grown from its inception, 1776, uh, or 1619, as we, some people say, until now, mm -hmm. we should probably have like 130-something justices. Oh, God! If you just wanted it to be proportional. Well, I was thinking about 50, I but, was, but the, I thought that was too much, though. Uh, I mean, but these are people who have more power than anybody, and they're making decisions. If we talk about having justices that are representative of America, America's so diverse now. Can we even cover that, really, in just a few justices? But aren't they supposed to be representative of the Constitution? Or not even representative of the Constitution, just interpreters of the Constitution. I like, I mean, the Senate's 50, has 50, yeah. no, 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 100 uh, lawmakers, two from every state, but. Interpreters, but you still want people who have diverse worldviews, which means we need more than just a few people. Like, it's great that we have one black woman and we've had one black man, but there's so many other perspectives. Do we have any other religions besides Christianity? Do we have any other sexualities besides straight? And I do think people who have different backgrounds have different worldviews, and that's important. Did, when you went to school and you were in law school, were there different interpretations of the law that as you as you perceived it? I Everybody's mean, interpretation is different. Like somebody might, a, a fundamentalist, someone who looks at the law just as it's written, might say, "Oh, this is what it says specifically." Kind of like with the Bible. So yeah. this is what I'm following. Then there's original interpreters. It's what's like, "Oh, this is what it says," but this was their interpretation. This is why they passed it. So we just make sure, sure the spirit of the law is the same. Then there are people who are like, "No, it's fluid. It can change." But how do you? So as a lawyer, how do you pick what interpretation? I mean, like, is it guided by the teachers who taught you? It's just your own personal belief. I mean, again, we can compare the Bible, how some people will literally read every word for the Bible. Literally. And literally, and be like, this is what happened. This is what it is. This is what you need to do. Other people will be like, well, that's not the spirit. That's not God's spirit. That's not his character. That's not what he intended. There's not really a right or wrong. It's yeah, all made up. Yeah, well, I equate this to when they say deaf to America. I don't think they really mean deaf to America. I think it's more of a kind of euphemism of like down with American politics more, you know, it's just a slang term, you know? And so you got to kind of read, I guess you have to understand the context and culture of the people who are speaking the language to really kind of get an, a, a, an ideal meaning. Although if you're looking at it from the outside, you're like, oh my God, death to America. They want to, they, they want to kill us all. And it's like, no, that's not necessarily what they mean. They just don't like the policies and it's like down with America is what they really Well, mean. I don't think any of it is good interpretation. If you even trying to look at what the founding fathers originally intended. Why do we care? They're gone. They didn't like blacks. They didn't like women. They didn't like anybody who wasn't, you know, white, heterosexual, rich man. Yeah, you got to read. Uh, and I've been listening to his book as I go to sleep at night. Um, what is. Oh, did I delete my audible? What's it? What, what was his name again? Uh, Krista? Mytel. 
Ellie, my, my, oh, uh, Ellie, Ellie, uh, 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 Ellie, Ellie, my still. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I, I have a hard time. Elliot. No, not Elliot. Ellie. <laughs> Can you spell it again? Yeah, I think I it's, have a hard I think it's Ellie. My still is, is what it is. Uh, I'll tell you about, I'll tell you the name. I, I got to log into my account. I was deleting like just crap off my phone. I haven't been using it. I must have accidentally deleted Audible, which I love. Um, but I'll tell you the name of the book. It's a Black Man's uh, Perspective or, or Interpretation of the Constitution, or Reading of the Constitution. All right, we'll continue this when we come forward. 800 1580 This is KBLA Talk 1580. A safe place to go loud. loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk 1580. Find a righteous range and don't be afraid to say what you see. For KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome back. Donna Michi first, everybody. We're Christian Kiara. Uh, Mitch McConnell, uh, you know, speaking before the Senate today, said he's not going to vote for Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson to the Supreme Court. Um, and he's given us a list of reasons why, which are, you know, all partisan. You know, as much as I do not like Mitch McConnell, um, I you got to commend him on the type of politician that he is because he's a master at what he does. He's got massive support in Kentucky. And he's managed to play politics and do an amazing job with it. Um, more so that I wish the, I wish the Democrats would really take a page and play out of the Republicans' playbook and how they move and try to move legislature and block things and you know um, become hypocrites. Um, I mean, they're criminal masterminds. Absolutely, you know. And it's like, listen, this is you can't be nice when you're in politics. This this is a war, and you gotta play dirty because the other side is not going to play respectfully and, and I, with honor. They're going to play dirty and because they're, they're trying to get their agenda through. And uh, Mitch McConnell says he's not going to vote to confirm Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson, which is very sad. You know, Judge Jackson was the court packer's pick. The and court she testified like it. No, she did not. Second. For decades, activist judges have hurt the country by trying to make policy from the bench. This has made judicial philosophy a key qualification that senators must consider. President Biden stated he would only appoint a Supreme Court justice with a specific approach that is neither textualist nor originalist. That's the president's litmus test. No strict constructionists need apply. And that president picked Judge Jackson. If the nominee had a paper trail on constitutional issues, perhaps it could reassure us. But she doesn't. When Justice Gorsuch was nominated to the Supreme Court, he'd written more than 200 circuit court opinions that senators could actually study. Justice Kavanaugh had, writ had written more than 300. Justice Barrett outpaced them both. She wrote almost 100 appellate opinions in just three years, plus years of scholarship as a star professor that senators could actually examine. Judge Jackson has been on the D.C. Circuit for less than a year. He's published only two opinions. Oh, what do you expect? She's only been there for a year. What, yeah, what do you want? Right. Yeah, and also her career has been incredibly robust. Mm -hmm. She was an attorney. She served on the Commission for Sentencing. Like, she was a, pub, a, a public defender. Yeah. So she's been out in the trenches of the judicial system from being on the bench to a, a defense attorney yeah, to working in private practice. Academic. She's, like, well-rounded. So they're looking for someone who's specifically been on the bench and has a history of just that they can, I guess, I, I would appreciate some, some, I mean, I, I guess this is all about, 
ideology when it comes to the type of person you want sitting on the Supreme Court. And I see both sides of it, but I think I would like someone who understands um, the judicial system and how things work and how things actually move compared to this black and white approach that these senators want to have, you know? You know, I, I, when I saw the hearings, I just wish I remember what Republican, who, who it was, but somebody tried to shame her for being a public defender and, you know, because she wasn't, she wasn't able to choose her clients, so to speak. So she was just defending these quote unquote criminals. And I, I don't remember the particulars, but the one there was one Republican that actually tried to shame her for doing that and make it into a bad thing when it's a, a great thing, you know. Yeah, and, and not to mention, we say in this country that everybody's entitled to right. counsel, and somebody has to be willing to do that grunt work for very little bit of money and very thanks. It's a beautiful public service position. Yeah, and she did say something to that extent, like she defended herself about how important that role was to her and how she learned and how meaningful it was to her. But I. It probably was, you know, Miss Lindsey Graham, but it was one of those who said something, which was really outrageous. Uh, it, 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 it is. Beforehand, Judge Jackson served as a trial judge on the district court. She testified on Tuesday that that role did not provide many opportunities to think about constitutional interpretation. Yet when senators try to dig in on judicial philosophy, the judge sound like he'd been like drinking a cranberry yeah, and vodka. <laughs> deflected and pointed back to the same record she acknowledged would not shed much light. One senator simply asked the judge to summarize, summarize well-known differences between the approaches of some current justices. The nominee replied that two weeks' notice had not been enough to prepare an answer. President Biden said he would only nominate a judicial activist. Unfortunately, we saw no reason to suspect that he accidentally did the opposite. Third, and relatedly, we're in the midst of a national violent crime wave and exploding illegal immigration. Unbelievably, the Biden administration has nevertheless launched a national campaign to make the federal bench systemically softer on crime. The New York Times calls this a, quote, sea change. I love, I love how they quote the New York Times when it fits their opinion. It's, it, you know what I'm saying? It's like they're always railing against the liberal media. I don't think it's a soft on crime approach. I think what it is is that how can we re- rehabilitate and, and, and dish out punishment more appropriately to more so into rehabilitation mm-hmm. than throwing people in jail? Because at the end of the day, and I think she said it, um, beautifully, when they were talking about the, uh, the the pedophile cases, was that these people are going to come back into society, and would you rather have them rehabilita- rehabilitated or 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 watched in such a way that they don't reoffend or repeat their crimes, or you just want to throw them in jail for a long period of time and then they get out all willy nilly, you know? And it there needs to be a nuanced approach when it comes to um, sentencing and punishment uh, and deterrent and and you know and and I don't think. There is always going to be evil in the world, and you need to have a judge who can look at the facts of the case and dish out punishment appropriately, depending on what, what that is. Yeah. Quote, is it more likely the administration chose a Supreme Court nominee who would push against their big campaign or somebody who would be its crowning jewel? This is one area where Judge Jackson's trial court records provide a wealth of information. 
and it is troubling indeed. The judge regularly gave certain terrible kinds of criminals light sentences that were beneath the sentencing guidelines and beneath the prosecutor's requests. The judge herself this week used the phrase policy disagreement to describe this subject. The issue isn't just the sentences. It's also the judge's rhetoric and trial transcript and the creative ways she actually bent the law. In one instance, Judge Jackson used COVID as a pretext to essentially rewrite, rewrite a criminal justice reform law from the bench and make it retroactive, which Congress, of course, had declined to do. She did so to cut the sentence of a fentanyl trafficker while Americans died in huge numbers from overdoses. <coughs> yeah, but what did, what, 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 what? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. I mean, you talk about fentanyl. What about like the people that were pushing Oxycontin? I mean, I don't hear you coming up railing against them. You know, they just got to fire quietly, uh, uh, pay a fine and, and a settlement and they just kind of that family that owns that pharmaceutical company just kind of disappears in the wind you know but uh, you know we're, we're all uh, big on fentanyl and if you really got something about fentanyl why don't you press Mexico to stop importing that stuff from China and block it and and, and get all the Central American companies countries and Latin American countries to stop importing it so that it funnels its way back into America it's all just talking points yeah. they don't actually care no they don't care can I tell you a quick story yeah. please so uh, many years ago in the 90s, do you remember there actually it was the early 2000s? I'm sorry. Do you remember there was a story, and this came out of Orange County, where there was some tainted heroin? Do you remember that? It, what was the black? It, was it black tar heroin? It was, it, was, it was heroin that they were telling, you know, it was all over the news back then. They were basically saying, you know, there's been synthetic stuff mixed in with the heroin and they were warning people you know don't take it because people were dying there's a lot of people dying i knew two people who died mm -hmm. um from this stuff um i had witnessed who this drug dealer dealer was i witnessed him i could tell you exactly where he was in orange county i knew where he did his deals i had everything about his description his car everything now, I know, obviously, with this car, that the license plate was not going to be a real one, but I gave every single description, every description. I cried out to people to help in Orange County. They did not give a rat's behind. And I was trying to prevent somebody from dying, somebody specific, and I said, this yeah, person is... their high. What's wrong I said, this, somebody's, this, this person buys from this guy, please. He's an older man. He's selling to all these young kids. One of these kids is a friend of mine and I don't want him to die and the, the what the one police officer said well the license plate you gave me doesn't come up I said well did you think it would like yeah. let's just be real this is a drug dealer if he gets wind of anybody looking at him if he doesn't kill him you know which I thank God I'm here and I didn't live anywhere near there um I said if he gets wind I mean do you honestly think he's gonna have a real license plate I'm telling you where he goes I'm telling you what time I'm telling you I I checked this guy out I'm telling you they did not care and I just think it's all talking points. Nobody cares. I always wonder when there are drugs like that laced, if it's happening by mistake no, or no. if people are doing it on purpose. Well, I, what they're doing is they're trying to chop or what uh -huh. we call in the street step on um, the product to expand it more. And so they mix it with a bunch of other stuff. There was a movie, um, um, American Gangster. You seen that movie? Nope. So uh, Den yeah, it. Denzel Washington like it. Um, it was, uh, was, uh, had, a, had a drug uh, called uh, Blue Magic. 
and he was selling it. It was pure. And it was another drug dealer who was buying Blue Magic and chopping it up to down down to 5% purity and mixing it up with a whole bunch of other stuff. So that he could basically... Huh? For money. Yeah, so he could double it. So if I bought a $100,000 worth of Blue Magic and I chopped it up, I could probably turn that 100000 into a million by mixing baby powder or some other stuff into it. Uh, um, I forgot what they call um, just, just mixing agents into it. And you still get high, but it, it just won't be as pure. And, and and so he was like, stop, stop chopping on my stuff. I'm going to have to, uh, he said, I'm going to have to uh, uh, implore you to, to change the name if you want to chop it up. And he's like, because uh, uh, what you're doing is trademark infringement. Mm-hmm. You can't be selling Blue Magic and chopping my stuff up like that. And he's like, I'm going to call it Red Magic. He said, I don't care what you call it. Just don't call it Blue Magic. So <laughs> basically the stuff that they're mixing in with it is lethal? It's either lethal or they're yeah. substituting stuff for trying to get you high. So the fentanyl coming in is kind of a substitute high for um, the oxycotton or, or, or they're mixing it with cocaine. You know, so it's like when this is one of the reasons I stopped uh, doing uh, ecstasy because people any, with a pill press could press anything up and call it ecstasy. But it mm-hmm. wasn't ecstasy. It wasn't pure ecstasy. So that's what happens, and they do it because there's always a demand here in, in the States for, for drugs. And, and if we've seen, I think recently, you know, we had some comedians in, in Hollywood die mm-hmm. recently uh, from, from, from laced cocaine oh, with, yeah. with fentanyl in it. It's not worth the yeah. risk. But, well, yeah. Well, you, you, like, I don't want to gamble. Like, if you're a drug user, do you want to gamble? Because, I mean, you're a drug user. You're not a chemist who can test what you got. Yeah, it's not. It's like Russian roulette. Right. You know, you don't know if you're going to go eat cocaine or cocaine with fentanyl. And then all it takes is a speck of fentanyl because it's so potent that'll cause you to go, uh, your respiratory system to stop. And you could, uh, like a lot of people die because they, they just stop breathing. Well, you know, do you, do you know what a Primo is? Primo is weed mixed with cocaine. Okay, so I had a, a very good friend of mine that was like a sister. That's a, that's a 90s or 80s thing, right? Yeah, yeah. She was like a sister. And I was going out and partying with my girlfriend. And uh, I told her that I had wanted some weed. And she gave me a Primo. And how I found out it was a Primo was um, we were at the club and my friend that, that smoked it. All of a sudden, she had like this really bad reaction. I took her to the emergency room. And um, the, basically, the doctor basically told me that whatever she had was laced with drug and he that's how I learned about Primo Primo. and I went back to her and said did you give us marijuana she goes I gave you some good stuff she didn't even tell me she didn't tell me she gave me something that was laced that ended a friendship that hurt me so much because she was like an older sister what if my friend died that would have been on my conscience you know what I mean and it may be be very careful maybe good stuff for somebody who can handle it yeah, but we know, we don't do any of that. We just yeah. wanted to have a good time and get high. Yeah. And she got us. Oh, she well, I, I was okay, but my friend was not. All right. Um. Yeah. So listen. Uh. I'm. I'm. I'm most likely. Uh. Judge. Uh. Kentanji Brown Jackson is going to get confirmed. Um. Minus any hiccups. I. Uh, I don't see anything here, but we're probably going to not get any Republican support. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Whatsoever. No. All right. Gavin Newsom said he's going to be maybe handing out four hundred dollars checks. To Californians with vehicles registered in their name. Well, it's it's debit cards. I'll take it. You know, when, when, when do I get my debit card? So, yeah, but it can, will we get them? That's the point. I mean, with all the thievery going around, you, you know how easy it is to, um, steal, to steal somebody's debit card? I think it's a very bad idea. Oh, mm. you think people are going to steal Oh, heck yeah. That yeah. Mail theft is bad as it is we'll, already. We'll you know? give you the <sighs> details of that Gavin Newsom plan when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you've had it up to here with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 
Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. All right. We got another break. Oh, a ticket to the top. Okay. Um, oh, did you guys hear about that guy who, he was a paralyzed man and he got a brain implant? No. That allows him, I guess it, it's a, it's a, let me see here. I keep thinking about, oh, you weren't here, Krista, when Angelique told us about the woman, or the man who got a whole new face. <gasps> what? Yeah, so, oh, so oh my God, that was an eerie story. So, wh- how did his face, he got, it was fire, right? Yeah, it was a fire. His, fi- his face got disfigured in a fire, and so he got a whole, he got, he got the face of a dead man. Oh, my God! A whole new one. They sewed it on his face. Yeah, they sewed it on his face. Isn't that crazy? And she interviewed him. She met him. He oh was my, at the studio. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Let's see. Um, so th- this is an ALS pa- patient who consented to the brain implant back in 2018 when he could still use his eye movement to communicate. He's now completely paralyzed. The chip allows him to signal yes or no to a series of letters and spell out commands at a rate of one character per minute, which is dope. I mean, mm-hmm. this is the beginning of something very interesting. Uh, that means it took him more than ten minutes to order uh, to to say what his first. You know what his first word was. No. I want a beer. Really. His first. Oh his, my his, God. His, his simple request. I've been dying for a beer. I have not been able to talk. Oh. Please put a beer in my IV. That's so nice. I would like an IPA. <laughs> I want a beer. I want a beer. Yeah. That, so it took him, I guess, ten minutes to write. I want a beer. Um, which is very interesting. So I, I wonder how this is going to be able to. Let me see if there's some audio here. Uh, and it affects neurons in your brain um, and in the spinal cord, the so called motor neurons. People affected by this disease progressively lose all ability to move. They lose the ability to breathe on their own, end up in, often in a completely locked in state. People who have become completely locked in have no means of communicating with the outside world. They can't move muscles, they can't move their eyes, and they are really in need of a solution like that, 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 to bring the computer interface. So that's dope that like, if you're paralyzed and you can't move, you can't talk, you can't do anything, now you have this, I mean, it's going to take you a long time to have a conversation, but maybe it'll be like, it'll be like uh, the court reporters where they have like certain... I think you hit like a bunch of buttons and it reads a whole word out. Oh, yeah. um, so maybe that that's where this will go. But that's dope that this man. I, I, but can he have the beer is the question. Like yeah, it, maybe he just said it as a joke. No, I think he really wants a beer. A beer tastes good, especially if you've been paralyzing in a, you know, in a, in a bed for God knows how long. All right, a lot of stuff happening. We'll get to the $400 gas rebate that might be coming your way when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.